two. With two fat ninja. Two. With just two. Two. With two fat ninja. Here talking, two fat ninjas, so you'll never catch us walking. Never walking, we be waddling and wobbling. Thanksgiving feast, we be gobble, gobble, gobbling. Gobble, gobble, gobbling with a soda on the side. Doctor hating on me cause my blood sugar's high. But you don't need a doctor to get knowledge put up in you. Welcome to the podcast, Two Fat Ninjas. What's going on, everybody? It's the ooh, everybody, everybody, everybody. everybody. Oh, everybody! I'm not doing that. Come on, man! <laughs> everybody. Y'all gotta understand, we look like the Temptations right now because we're sharing this mic. It's actually kind of cool. <laughs> and we will tell you why we are sharing the mic because today we have a special guest in the building, the snack. Daddy himself, the man with all the food that'll put you in the right mood. He is the man himself. That you know what? I don't want to do this because I'm excited. He brought food, y'all, and I'm I'm so focused on eating his food that I can't even introduce him. So I'm gonna let you do that while I start eating. The snack man himself, Roman Kane, is in the building, and today. At Two Fat Ninjas, we are bringing you a food review. We got snacks, we got meals, we got drinks here, and we are about to try them all to let you know what we think. But first, a little ASMR for you. We're eating this struggle sandwich that Germ brought in for us, and uh, we got to crunch these chips real quick. Let me tell y'all what's in this struggle sandwich. Back in the day when I was, you know, struggling a lot more, thank God for where we done came from, because... In this sandwich right now is some of that store-bought turkey inside of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a slice of Kraft cheese and some southern barbecue chips on top of it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the best part is the push down, the crunch. You ready, Food Daddy God, sir? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Crunch it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Now, why don't you tell them what's on the sandwich? Oh, I, I literally tuned out. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. But let's start with the sandwich. It's since we have already we've activated it now by crunching the chips, so we have to eat it. Just eating loud as hell in the microphone. That's the point. It's ASMR. It kind of reminds me of Thanksgiving, like you know the cranberry sauce with the turkey kind of. Mm-hmm. This sandwich tastes like. If everything on your Thanksgiving plate got mixed together, I can see that. You don't even know you're struggling with this sandwich either. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, this actually isn't half bad. Uh-huh. If I was fucked up, I'd be killing this. 
Tim used to give me shit all the time about this sandwich <laughs> because he's like, "Why would you do that?" So now I know. I wait till I bring the McDouble with the cookie inside of it. I'm not oh, eating man. that. I've already told you I'm not doing that. You gonna do it? I've watched you do it. I'm not eating it. McDouble with a cookie, huh? Yeah, he puts the cookie on the McDouble. Can you buy a single McDonald's cookie? or Because no. it, it only comes in the tote, right? Yeah. That tote is so good, man. It is. It's part of why I have diabetes. A hero we didn't know we deserved. <laughs> I'll give you this. The sandwich is edible. It's edible. But I don't know if I would make this on my own. Now, if I was messed up, I might, you know, in a different mindscape, this will probably hit really different. But it's not bad. He says, as he's like three bites into the sandwich before he started reviewing it, I rest my case. I <laughs> taste it. Hey, I don't waste food. I'm going to put some chips on this one. Hmm. I personally don't understand chips on sandwiches. That's not a thing for me. Listen, what? after yeah. you've been swimming, chips on a sandwich is one of the best things ever. Like float trip, that is every year. I put the chips on the sandwich. There you go. Uh, I just recently got the mustard Doritos. And it was, A, people loved it. And B, a wide variety of people said they would put it on a sandwich. Did this man say mustard Doritos? Mustard Doritos. Hot mustard, right? Yeah, it's a hot mustard. Who do I need to go shoot? <laughs> they also made a ketchup one. Tangy ketchup. That I'm one good was on terrible. the ketchup, yeah. That was a bad one. I must try these mustard Doritos. I'm sorry, but they, they have to know at this point. We have tried to infuse ketchup into too many things, like the flavor. Not actual ketchup, just the flavor of ketchup. And it just never goes well. Yeah. Like, ketchup as a flavoring, not as a dipping sauce, but as a flavoring, needs to be stopped. Yeah. It, it doesn't work anymore. So, food daddy god, Roman. Uh, I'm going to just say that randomly. It'll probably be food daddy eventually, but just be ready for that. Transition. (laughs) So, we always start the show, even though we do a terrible job of it every time, with our mental health checkups, man. How you been doing? What's what's life been like for you? Tell us how your mental is. It's pretty solid. We got busy. You know, Lindsay changed her schedule recently, so it's been a lot adjusting to that recently. Shout out, Lindsay. Shout out. Always shout out the ladies that carry us. (laughs) So it's been fun doing that. Took the day off actually to spend time with her. She was running up to Newton to go do some errands. So nice. We're hanging out here. Meet so, up later. So see Dublin. You're not too far away from her being over mm-hmm. here. No. So that's good. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, Roman. See, we call him the snack daddy because he does what I like to call microdosing food. I've always wondered how it is he stays so so thin because I see him eating like all the time. He's so gorgeous, and even <laughs> though he eats so much, he's so beautiful. <laughs> He microdoses his meals, though. He eats, like, very small portions throughout the day. So, like, what we would eat for breakfast, Roman's eating that much food between, like, 9 and 3 o'clock. He just (laughs) spreads it out. Like, you get a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, he's getting food that would equate to that much, but over a six-hour period. So, he he, he got the game figured out. He's got the game figured out. One of my favorite things to do is... Like, if I see something I want to try, but I don't want to commit myself to eating all of it, uh, the bags of chips, for example, I'll bring it into work, I'll taste it, and then if I like it, I'll eat what I want and then divvy out the rest to other people. Or if I don't like it that much, it just goes to everyone else. 
Yeah, I have been an unfortunate victim of this. Um, I used to work with him, and don't get me wrong, he brought me plenty of good stuff, but I can tell when he's giving it out because he doesn't really want it, and he thinks you should try it. Like He'll be like, hmm, yeah, you need to try this. That's how you know you're getting something good from Roman. But when he just walks up to you, and he says it with such a straight face, he just comes up, try this, and just looks at you very sternly, and you have to take it. Um there's, there's been some interesting ones, like the uh, that death ball, sour, sour ball. Yeah. yeah, that sour ball almost made me cry. It was that sour. Like, <laughs> I could handle it, but I was like, it's just so sour. It like, was violent. I'm like, I don't think I could ever choose to just want to eat these. Like, oh, I get a craving for a candy. You know, you get a craving for warheads or some <laughs> sour straws or whatever. You're all good mm. to go with that. But that, no, no, never again. So, question, because I've always been curious. In front of me, is it Sue? Is that how you pronounce it? Soul. 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 Yeah. Soul. <laughs> you, <laughs> you lucky I ain't trying to get canceled. <laughs> but I got this soul milk. And I've always wondered, like, for me, I taste the culture shock of what this is. Because this is nothing like we would have here. Y'all got to try it. It's banana flavored milk drink. It's, it's shocking my mind. So, like, when you go to taste these things, how much does the culture influence? And, like, what's that process like for you? Well, I mean, I grew up with this brand. So, this is just, like, childhood mentality for me here. Oh, shit. That wasn't my childhood. <laughs> so, you, you've you been eating these kind of things since you were a kid then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I distinctly remember the coffee ones. I actually really liked the me- the melon ones for mm-hmm. a while there. Uh, but they don't melon carry them. Melon-flavored milk? Oh, yeah, dude. It's delicious. What? Yeah. You I don't even me. think slavery would have put up with that. <laughs> Whoa. Listen, you don't told the black community something. Melon-flavored milk, we will be all over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to all of solid. my people of the post-10 p.m. variety... That's because they dark. Get it? <laughs> oh, uh, try watermelon milk for me and see if y'all just a shop because I'm I'm curious. This banana milk is pretty fire, honestly. It's, like it's something. It uh, reminds me of like Nestle banana milk, but it doesn't taste like artificial banana. It tastes like real banana. Mm. It tastes like those milkshakes we used to get in school lunches, but better with a hint of banana. <laughs> Bro, I miss I miss the milk days at school. The vanilla milk. Oh yeah. Oh, I'd buy like four or five of them. I'd be drinking that shit two classes later. That it was just that good. My second favorite flavor of these is strawberry. Oh, it got to be. This, yeah. I mean cuz even growing up that Highland strawberry milk oh, at school. Yeah. Oh. With the strawberry wafer? Oh yeah. There oh. Yeah. Game over. So what is your Favorite thing you've ever tasted thus far? I know that is an impossibly almost hard question, but it'd be like if you had to recommend someone to get into foodie things, this would be the first thing you tell them to go try. Honestly, it'd be tiramisu. Tiramisu's a, been a strong game for me lately. Like tiramisu. Eat, oh yeah, that's my favorite dessert. It's a, it's a savory dish. You know, it's got those lady fingers soaked in espresso. It's got that really heavy cream on top with the cocoa powder. Cream. <laughs> No, I, I actually do like tiramisu quite a bit. I don't remember where I was at the first time I had some. And it was like, oh, this is like a coffee cake. And I was like, really? But it's it's dope. Like tiramisu is... Ooh, excuse me, a sandwich. Oh, <laughs> Lord, I taste I taste the jam again with the chip. Oh, oh, that ain't good coming up. A little chip shard go up there. A little chip shard. A little funny thing. You notice how food daddy Roman says tiramisu... 
And then you got Tim's hood ass saying Tierra Masu. <laughs> like, why Tierra got to take Terrace Masu, Tim? Listen, I love my Tierra Masu, okay? Okay. I'm going to try some of this black water. Hey, go. For, yeah, we got that Flint water on tap over here. This is a uh, our next one. It is black water. It's called Dirty Lemonade, actually. But it's it's you. exactly what it says. It's black water. So we're going to try it. It's supposed to be lemon flavored, zero sugar. It smells weird. If you guys want your own, you can get it at getblack.com, B-L-K.com. Once you go black. It seriously looks like just flat soda. It smells weird. All right, gentlemen. Three. Hold on real quick. Y'all don't understand. This is like pitch black water. Like you would use this in an apocalyptic movie type water. (laughs) He's not wrong about the flat pop. It looks like flat Pepsi. Yes. All right, cheers. All right, cheers. It tastes like mineral lemonade almost. My but mouth is so confused right now. It's it's not bad. It smells really off, but it doesn't taste like it smells. It's not bad at all. Like I could I could get down with this, dog. This ain't bad. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not terrible. It's got like a lemony a little citric bite to it and it's huh. it's dry too yeah it's dry that's weird it's that probably is. all the minerals cutting your tongue the uh fulvic minerals we recommend that everyone get blacked and go try some black <laughs> get blacked and try it because once you go black you'll never need another snack <laughs> <laughs> like i just i want to know why the water is black it says it has no dye in here well well how the hell did you change the color Apparently, you have to shake it. I think we, in fact, did shake it beforehand. But yeah, I was shaking I, it earlier. Maybe you should put that in a little bit larger than a size font. Dude, like, you would not notice that at all. Two ninety nine at Ross, huh? This is weird. Like, I'm still just, I'm perplexed by it. Like, I've had a lot of different flavored water, and I've hated a lot of them, but this doesn't taste bad. It's just, why is it black? It's like Kool-Aid, though. Like, what, what's the flavor? Black. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if they made black Kool-Aid, what flavor would it be, do you think? Hmm. Hennessy. That's my guess. Hmm. Hennessy flavored lemonade? Hennessy flavored lemonade. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, that actually might be fire. I could see that. I could. Shall we uh, jump into these Eggo Pop-Tarts? Tim has. He's brought us Eggo flavored Pop Tarts that he tried to eat raw, by the way. <laughs> Always microwave your I Pop-Tarts. brought a toaster down here. Always. He tried to eat it raw. No, the first I didn't. Time. This boy just going in unprotected. Will you just... grab the Pop Tart? You know, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta with your Pop Tarts. Right? Hey, oh, man. Hot Fudge Sunday Pop Tarts, frozen, goaded. Yeah. They, uh, these Eggo ones are actually hands down my favorite. I, I probably. If I'm being honest with you, six boxes. Oh, that's good. Straight. Like, I just had one every single Monday when I started my work week, and I, mm-hmm. I ate through six boxes. What the fuck? I just, I I used to be a pure brown cinnamon and sugar one. Oh, But dude. this just, this They're is getting fire, a competition right, right now, y'all. Eggo flavored Pop-Tarts. This is pretty good. Pop-Tarts been coming out with a lot of new flavors recently, guys. You should be checking that's it out. good. Right? They actually made, what company was it in town? They made change their name because they were no it was homegrown right it was homegrown, yeah. they had a pop tart and apparently you can't call it the same way that they have it called they're like oh it's a homemade pop tart and they're like nope you gotta change it or we're gonna sue you yeah yeah dead ass i i didn't realize um 
what my question was is was the spelling particular like mm-hmm. does it have to be pop dash tart or is it if you say pop tart all one word together is that different than maybe being allowed to be copyrighted copyright struck well that's pop dot tart so it's like oh. at least i think that's a dot is it stylized maybe oh huh you know, those nuances of copyright lie that really it, get you. It is. It's like, you put the apostrophe in the wrong place, guess what? You're about mm-hmm. to lose some money. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. I stopped talking, but I was making love. <laughs> <laughs> you ever ate a Pop-Tart so good, your sinuses got stuff, bro? <laughs> this was like uh, <clears throat> the Family Guy song when they were like, Don't have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. This is what they meant. Actually, butter on this would be pretty good. Oh, my God. Don't. Yeah. Don't tell me things like that, because I'll do it. Well, you're right. Oh, my God. Mm. Actually, I bet you could, like, maybe not saute it in butter, because that might cause it to crumble. But you could honestly get this crust pretty buttery. Right. Just all kinds of flaky. Sear it up a little bit, yeah. What if you make it soggy? Like, have you guys ever seen that guy on TikTok who, um, he keeps messing with people, so, like, he'll make a smoothie and then he'll be like, bon appetit, and he's just about to drink it, but then he pours it into a bowl, and then he adds, like, flour and shit to it, and he turns it into a pancake, and he's like, and here this motherfucker go with the pancakes again, and then he'll be like, bon appetit, and he's about to take a bite, but then he pours it in another container, shreds it up, and turns it into more pancakes or something else. Like, he just keeps turning it into other things to eat. Like, okay, you're going to have to send me that video. That I was, hilarious. Dude, they're hilarious. He just keeps changing it every single time. I probably only would get through, like, two or three of them before I'm disgusted with it. But I need that initial fascination of where will this go next. Right? It's like, I want to try that almost. But, you know, I also um, have a household of five to feed. So, mm-hmm. I don't have the money to play with food like that. This is really solid. So I usually do this part where I ask questions from Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Oh, yeah. This first one, you're going to get easily. I'm going to get destroyed. But the phrasing of the question is so disrespectful. (laughs) You peer through a window into a classroom and count 20 eyes. If each person has a normal number of eyes, how many people are in the room? You said 20 total? Yeah. So it'd be 10, right? Right. Easy. But why did they have to say if each person has a normal number of (laughs) eyes? I feel like that is so disrespectful. They think slick Rick in the room. Especially since, uh, on average, there's going to be people without, which means we're going to end up at like an odd number. You know, it's going to be (laughs) 1.75 is the average number of eyeballs in the world. (laughs) A hexagon has how many sides? Hex is five, right? One, two. No, Pent is five. Hex is six. Yeah, Hex is six. Oh, yeah, six. Okay, here's one that's really good for you. Other than water, the most consumed beverage in the world is what? Semen. Is that a beverage? <laughs> is it liquid? Enough? I, I think that'd be a shake, I guess right? In his house. <laughs> <laughs> I got three. Kids okay, most consumed beverage. And you said other than water. Other than water. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be some weird one, right? Is it like vodka? It's actually a very like oh that makes sense. Coffee? You would, you would just never think of it. Coffee? That's good. Nope. I'll right. give you one Coca-Cola? more. Coca-Cola? Orange juice. Or ooh, that's a good. The one. answer is tea. Tea oh. is the most consumed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Water. I always that's figured fair. there'd be more coffee drinkers than tea drinkers, but mm. I guess sweet tea and everything like that does count. It's oh not yeah. Just freshly brewed tea. God. So, I got a question here, and this is one I I thought of recently this week because 
I plan to make some uh, crab ragoon mm-hmm. here soon. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know, is it a cultural thing? Or, or, or I guess really the better question, when it comes to crab ragoon, is the end silent or are we just choosing not to say it? Oh, yeah. That's like one. Because like, I see it up there and I'll be like, oh, it's rangoon? And then I'm like, but no one says rangoon. Everyone says ragoon. It's like, is the end silent or is that just us here in America butchering it? Yeah. Well, it could even just be the Midwest, right? Like, it could be. I mean, look how many times tiramisu, tiramisu. <laughs> I mean, even just those minute Tierra. changes, you know. <laughs> oh. Give me my sous. Give me my sous, Tierra. But no, if if you know the answer, please email that one in us because or on the socials because we honestly I don't know. I truly don't know. Am I saying it wrong or does it just not exist? That's a good question. You are. Right. New snack time. Pancake Doriaki. So this one looks like this one looks like two like strawberry pancakes like making out, but instead of spit, I think that's chocolate <laughs> or bean paste. It's actually strawberry paste in there, I think. Really? Yeah, it's I think dark it's, color. It's some kind of paste. blended strawberry paste, maybe. Okay, okay. Could be red bean paste though. I'm gonna look. Yeah, Let's it smells like scene. strawberry. Wild cherry strawberry. Sweet red bean paste. Yep. And then it's strawberry pancakes. Hmm. You think one of these days they'd carry another flavor, but they at least they continuously have strawberry. Yeah, I mean this looks good. It's soft too. Actually. Oh, it's real soft when you bite into it. Yeah. I'm just smacking all up in people's ears. ASMR. <laughs> it, I don't know how to describe it. This food is just weird for me. <laughs> I realize how truly in a box I have put my taste buds. <laughs> is um, it a texture? What I'm looking at and what I'm tasting don't feel the same, Paul. <laughs> That's Roman, man. Roman will open up your food perspectives just tenfold. Like, I have tried so many other food places and just different things from meeting this man. Places I didn't know existed, like, because of him. It's not really because of him. It's more. It is because of him because he showed some friends of ours a bakery when we went to Kent or when he went to Kansas City with them. And then we went to the bakery. And now I love bakeries. I was like, I was like, bread? I'm not going to just go eat fucking bread. Like, that's just bread like i'm not gonna go just eat just bread alone but then i went to the bakery and i was like yo uh this some good ass bread this some good ass bread and you guys finally got a bakery out here out uh on the east side paris baguette now finally yeah that's not bad what is a where is a place that you recommend people go for to get into going to bakery because i don't i'm not a bakery dude bakers we got that first one to get me to get me like hooked in a Good start here that'll let me want to branch out to other places. Definitely Logolette downtown on Douglas. Elaborate, B. Lou. What is that about? Tell me what to get. What you get there and stuff. Uh, so it's French. Uh, so you're gonna get, and they got savory and sweet options, which is really nice. So you can get like a quiche, a strawberry quiche, uh, seafood, ham and cheese, uh, broccoli and cheddar. I think is another one they carry. Then they also have, you know, those like little sugar cookies that you get out of the tin cans that you know those church grandmas give you, oh, stuff like that. What are those shortbreads, I think? Something like that? 
I just know that the cookies that we use the container to hold everything but the cookies. <laughs> yeah, but the cookies. Yeah, there might be pins on there. There might be cookies reaching at your own risk. And then you can also get lunch there, but their sweet section is just, it's just, you know, those foods that look good to look at, mm-hmm. that's the display. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, you look at it, it's something new. It looks delicious. You look at the next thing, you're like, God damn it. I was going to get the one before that. And now I'm going to get this one. And by the time you walk out of there, you're walking out with 17 different cakes. See, I love that though, because while it's, it's harder when you're picking it out because there's so many options. Things like that make me want to come back because I'm like, okay, I tried this this time, but next time mm-hmm. I come back, I want some of that. Like, for right now, Mia Izakaya. That has been like one of my favorite places since like going there because I love how their fried chicken tastes because they do the, you know, the Korean fried. And I just tried some new flavors the other day and I'm just like, this is just so good. And I'm I'm actually going to try making some this week because I'm like I I need this taste, but my wallet can't keep affording me going there. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's like twenty dollars for a ten piece, but you get like two or three. Si- uh, they change the sides up a lot. Like we got what the hell were those? They were like hush puppies, but also they were in our wing sauce. I think they had like rice and meat inside of them. Ooh. I don't know what this dough thing was that was in there. They gave us French fries, and then there was something that I think was pickled. I think it might have been like a radish. I wasn't as big of a fan of that. I don't care for pickled things. When they opened up, uh, they were having some service issues and stuff. Has Do you feel like that's changed since you've been going back? I haven't ate inside. I've always done to go. But, oh, okay. Um, I've heard they've gotten better. I mean, I've been seeing more people because that, that's what I've heard. My brother-in-law was the one who first told me about Korean fried chicken, and he was like, you know, the ones in Wichita aren't good because he went there and had a lot of problems he was like the chicken they gave me you know some of them was whole wings some of them were wing dings like oh no it's not even the same kind of chicken and i'm like well they probably were having supply issues because you know past few years we've had a lot of chicken shortages unfortunately yeah but i was like nah they got it a bit together now like every time i've gone it's been super consistent love it but i think you told me yokohama has a Korean fried chicken too, right? Yeah, they call it karage. That's the Japanese one where it's double fried as well, like the Korean fries are. I think the only difference really is just the flour they use. Yeah, and I know they use, a, sometimes they use starch a lot when it comes down to it. So that's why what I got at this time, I'm doing cornstarch over flour. I've been using a lot of cornstarch myself, actually. I really like the kind of extra texture that it gets off of it. It gives it texture. Like, yeah, you can get that flaky chicken taste but it's like i like that crunchy kind of this is a shell around my chicken taste yeah so it's like i that's good like the asian style of chicken i like the double fried i've because uh, you know i really like crunchy textures like that's mm-hmm. my go-to for a chip for any kind of food really i mean even Lindsay will leave stuff in the air fryer longer for me too, because she's Just like yeah i know he likes it hella crispy so that's but what i like the double frying really Really kind of helped even just the at-home cooking get that extra crunch that you're trying to go through. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I used to hate doing the batter and everything like oh, that because yeah. I'm like, it's so messy, man. And you just use so much material. But it's just like, you know, this is your food. Like, you should enjoy it. Eat it the way you want to. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a – so what if you got to clean a few extra bowls there? Like, right. do the do the damn thing, you know? Yeah, there was uh, I was scrolling through TikTok and honestly, most of it's food on there. Mm-hmm. And this one account show it was this it was like an industrial sized coder, but it's it's got 
like a coliander in the middle where you put the meat and then the flour is in the outside basin and you just put the lid on it and you shake it and it coats everything mm-hmm. kind of like a giant industrial shake and bake you know uh just this dedicated t- container for it i'm like man i kind of want to buy one that's just to not have to, to deal with the mess that. Huh? So that's a very interesting way to describe that an industrial shaking day. <laughs> yeah, I mean when you're going through those hundreds of tenders of wings, man, you gotta you gotta industrialize, you gotta modern. That's very true. Like kitchen convenience matters so much to me. I hate doing archaic things when there's something I could do better. Like one, for example, I don't use a regular cheese grater anymore because the last time I got one, I kept grating my fucking knuckles. Oh, no. and it was just. It was terrible. Yeah, it that'll was terrible. that'll learn you real fast. And so, hold on, I'm gonna let Jeremy in. Ah, oh, fat man. Um, I uh, got a rotary cheese grater, so it's like a almost like a pasta machine. Oh, the ones that clamp on the counter and you feed it a block of cheese while you go. Yeah, so like I get a block of cheese and I. Shred it up freshly, and I put it in a container. Nice. Because that's just what I prefer to do. Because honestly, shredded cheese is very expensive now. And I'm like, I mean, I can get as much from the block as I can from the bag and spend a little less money. So, Well, and you're not, you're not getting all the extra additives that they add to a shredded cheese. Because typically, uh, a cake, an, what is it, anti-caking agent is uh, potato starch or corn mm. starch added in there. So then you have that being added into your food. Which can really ruin a good queso if you use shredded cheese instead of a cheese block. I can agree. I have never used shredded cheese for a queso. Now, actually, you know what? We're going to do this debate here because I know this is one that you're an opinionated one on too, and as is germ. So cheese fries, nachos, whatever it is that you're eating with your hands. Yeah, y'all know how I love the nachos. <laughs> shredded <laughs> cheese or liquid cheese? Let's let Jeremy answer. Liquid cheese is only for nachos and nothing else. It's not for shells. It's not for anything because macaroni and cheese is disgusting. It is what Satan had when he first came to earth. <laughs> Why do you do this with the mac and cheese? I forget you hate mac and cheese. Yeah, we were, we were talking about that earlier because we were talking about how shells and cheese was my favorite one. He said none of the mac and cheese. But I do respect people who do like liquid cheese. It's just don't bring that shit near me. <laughs> you can have it all. He's saying you can have seconds. I've absolutely, <laughs> I've absolutely seen you eat liquid cheese. Only with not, only with nachos. Fair. Only with nachos. Speaking of liquid cheese, there's one time I went to Wendy's, and do you guys remember the, uh, oh, what did they call it? It was like the cheesy cheddar burgers that they used to oh, have yeah. with a little liquid cheese. Yeah. So one day I got one. And I bit down and I almost threw up because I was like, oh, something's attacking that dangly thing in the back of my throat. And they left the fucking sauce packet from the cheese no. on the burger and it hit me in the uvula <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, nope. And I never went back to that Wendy's again. And now they're gone. But uh, I am a shredded cheese person when it comes to cheese fries. Ooh, pour me up too. When it comes to cheese fries, nachos, I much prefer shredded cheese, but I can get down with the cheese sauce. For me, it just depends. Like, I feel like if I'm eating Mexican food, like traditional Mexican food, mm-hmm. like not a, oh, I'm at my house making my American nachos. I'm talking, <laughs> I go to a Mexican restaurant. If you use cheese sauce, I'm looking at you funny. It's just like, you wouldn't do this at home. <laughs> 
it's easier to buy bulk that way. <laughs> it is. That it is because, I mean, it, it lasts longer too because, I mean, you can leave it unrefrigerated until you use it pretty much. So oh, It's like that one guy that leaves uh, all the McDonald's in resin and, you know, it just over the years has never changed its shape or grown mold or anything. Hey, before we continue, you trying to get blacked, bro? Yeah. See? See? Always black your guests <laughs> when they come over. Always. They will appreciate all the time and energy it took. Appreciate This water Every is single good. drop. Every sip I take. <laughs> this is actually... Honestly. Every snack you bake. Snack you bake. I don't have any words, so I'm just singing. Germ, help me out, dude. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> but uh, yes, Roman, you tell us your take on the cheese. You know, honestly, I like the liquid gold on everything. The liquid gold. Honestly, it it, it just it's it hits all my check marks. It's just an amazing product. I like it especially on steak fries. You know those thick cut steak fries. Steak like, fries, uh, I can see that. Bionic burger. Bionic Ooh. burger does a great cheese fry. Oh my god, look, dude! I was literally gonna get some the other day, and I was so disheartened when I found out that they closed at like nine o'clock. And I'm like, damn, who closes at nine o'clock? Especially as a burger joint. Yeah, I think like, you can go to. Um, uh, dog and shake and get it later than that. I haven't had dog and shake in years. Uh, hot uh, minute. Hot There's none on this side of town. I'm like, the closest is like Central and I don't even know what that street is. Like Central and Washington, I think. Is like well, the they're always in here. weird locations, too. Right. Like, you'd be driving through a random industrial park and then, boom, there's just a dog and shake just chilling in the middle of all these industrial warehouses. Exactly. What? Truthfully, I honestly don't even know how they're still open because it's just like... I, you never see a line at Dog and Shake. It's just like, I really don't know how y'all are still in business. Not because the food's gross. It's like, I just never see anybody there. Right, yeah. So, again, random game with Jeremy. Sure. I'm going to say random foods, and you have to tell me what country of origin you think they're Ooh, from. Ooh, that sounds fun. That's Do I get a picture, or you're just going to say I'm a name? Gonna, I'm just going to say a name. There's like, basic. You got it. All, all, all economics type of food. Mm. While the modern-day hamburger originates in Hamburg, Germany, where are hamburgers first seen in history? In history? They are invented in the 13th century in this part uh, of the world. Greek. They are actually from Central Asia. No kidding. Genghis really? Khan and his people used to ride with the raw meat scraps on their sides, okay. and uh, the meat would be tenderized. So then when they were ready for it, they'd take it out. Grab bread and eat it. And that's the... Okay. Isn't that, like, really dope? Yeah. Uh, that makes sense why, like, in Asian culture, you see that they have a lot of hamburger steak for, like, dinner. Yeah. There you go. Right? So, what about Nutella? Nutella? That's Where? That's got to be European, right? Hazelnuts? It's got to be European. Let's go... Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, Sweden? Let's go Sweden. Sweden always makes the sweets, you know? Oh, I, I just lost the country. I was just reading... Just He's reading it. ahead, guys. Move your head over to the left a little. You'll be able to see it. Oh, <laughs> shut up. But it is also, it just says from Europe. It doesn't give a specific country. Hmm. He's right, though. Well, okay. I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that Appreciate one. Appreciate Caesar salads. Oh, Caesar's, that's Mexico. That is Mexico. What? Tijuana, yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. 
Okay, that was so cool. it's not Caesar, it's Caesar. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we're just saying it. So from now on, I'm gonna be at the restaurants and be like, "Can I get a Caesar salad?" Um, I remember seeing that one on TikTok or something. It was telling you the history behind a Caesar salad and how to make one. And I think it came from some random hotel in Mexico. Yep. The fuck? Okay, <laughs> this one I'm just pissed at the popsicles. Pop. Hmm. I feel like it's going to be a gotcha if I say America. <laughs> um, let's go with uh, Britain. It is from America. Oh, my <laughs> God. See? The guy found it because he just left a stick in a cup of water with some powder in it. And he just forgot about it. And it came back the next day and it was froze over. And then he was like, I'm going to eat it? Bro, yep. This is exactly how people get rich just doing shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay. This one's kind of interesting. Let's be my last one. Fanta. Ooh, Fanta? Wait, wait. Shit. Is it a specific flavor or just all Fanta? Where does the Strawberry Fanta is hands down my favorite. Um, let's go with... Africa. You know, I don't think I've said <laughs> Africa yet. Let's go with Africa. <laughs> it's actually American, but it has dark history. So the Americans used to supply the Coca-Cola syrup, the Formula 4 Fanta. Okay. To German subsidiaries, but after World War II started, Coca-Cola had to cut ties with that, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, World yeah. War, and so the Germans, without the syrup to have the mixture, what was left was where they got Fanta. Huh. Isn't that that is really cool. That's really cool. And these are just random food facts. I'll take that. With yeah. the snack daddy. They really got us with the the two American ones yeah, back to back. Wouldn't have expected that. Like popsicles feels too easy and too good to be true. Right, right. And how did people not invent that before we came to America? Literally, you live in like some of the coldest regions of the earth. You telling me nobody stuck a stick in a thing of a cup or right? Anything? Everybody just had heat all the time. Right. Back yeah. in my day, we didn't have sticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the parents would say. Yeah, you'd so. be sticking in like a bone into a cup. So. I've got a question here for both of you, but first, I got to call Germ out on something for last episode. Oh, here we go. I've been saving this one. I heard him do this when I was listening to the episode later, and so I got to bring this one to the forefront. Germ. What? So, do you remember when you were asking me about Instant Bull and uh, what it used to be called? Yeah. And your hint was John from Marvel. Oh, God. Violation, sir. <laughs> Constantine is a DC character, and you know better. I do. You're right. You're right. You know better. I know better. So, one. That's the one. We each get one. <laughs> <laughs> and I use mine up. Use yours up. You don't fucked up, A.A. Ron. But uh, here's another one for you guys. So, this is one because recently I rebought or bought some new toilet brushes, and it got me thinking about this question again. And I was conversating with April about it. When you move, what do you do with your plunger? Do you bring it along or do you throw it in the trash? Hmm. I throw mine in the trash religiously every time I move because I don't want it touching anything else. That's fair. I'm about to solve this debate. Replace the word plunger with condom. (laughs) They should be used the exact same way. And I rest (laughs) my case. Thank you. I definitely uh, pack mine up. It probably just goes in a box with all the other bathroom stuff, if I'm being what? honest. You yeah. Bro, you can't be double dipping in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no, fam. I mean, I think I throw it in a trash bag and then it goes in there, no, but like it, it still get gets packaged up. You can't. Oh, bro. Nuh-uh. 
Oh, you just throw it out with your no, uh, you your toothbrush. One. Yeah, it's when just, you throw out your toothbrush, go get a new toilet yeah, toothbrush. It's just brush. used at that point. <laughs> like, it's like I don't want to be here either. I'm sorry. The bro- yeah, the bristles are bent. <laughs> I run into this problem though. Every time I move, I get rid of the plunger because I'm like, I don't want to touch. It's like anything. a rite of passage for you at that point, right? It's like when you buy, move, you get new seat toilet seats, you get a new plunger. Okay, okay. But, the problem is I n- almost never remember to get a new plunger you until need I need one. And uh. I can't tell you how stressful that is because then I'm shitting there and I'm like, oh, no. Well, well, let me get the, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Honey, oh, no. oh, she's at work. Oh, no. <laughs> Time for the waddle of shame. The waddle <laughs> of shame <laughs> to the other toilet. Right. But, no, it's it, I just started thinking about it the other day, so... Y'all let us know out there. Do you throw away your plungers when you move or do you pack them up? Two fat ninjas 0108 at gmail.com or hit us on the socials. You know what it is. Now, I'm going to say, just repeat the question. Do you reuse your condoms or do you just throw them away before you go inside of another one? That's the epitome of a one-time use. The, so the plunger is the same way, yeah. bro. <laughs> one and done. One and done. Bro. But I mean, think about one it. There's some plungers toilet. that don't fit in other toilets, so that it's very, very real true. that the plunger you bring from your old house to your new place may not fit there. There are also some penises that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I got the look from Tim. How could you even tell? You weren't even looking at me. <laughs> your... He felt on the back I of his head. My lazy eye, fifth breather. So I had a I had an interesting Karen moment this week. I was going to the doctor for some blood work, and uh, there was a lady sitting there talking to another person. And I just she had the bob too, because you know they always have the bob. But she was just like, "Yes, can I speak to your manager, please?" And I'm like, "The manager of the doctor's office? Like, what do you think they about to do? Give you some coupons for free colonoscopies or something? Like, here's a packet of uh, sample Tylenol. Please enjoy." Listen, I've got a, I've got some UV drips for you. No needles. You're gonna have to figure that one out on your own. But uh, <laughs> here you go. Hope that hope that makes it better. But it just it threw me off because it's just like man, this world we live in now is so different. Like the other day, I was driving home from the store and I see a car pulled over and they're pulling off the same time I'm passing them, and I see this person has AirPods in. They didn't just put them in. They have it, and I'm like, did you just get pulled over by a cop and have your AirPods in the whole time? I'm like, man, people will leave their AirPods in for anything. Like, mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time till you go to a funeral and there's a motherfucker with AirPods <laughs> in the whole time that you're there. And you'll think, surely they're not on a phone call at the funeral, but they are. I mean, isn't that the same energy as, you know, the older man in the gas station with the Bluetooth headset on just walking around? Oh, my God, yes. They And they always have the old school ones that, like, wrap around the ear. Yeah. And he probably has a phone in, like, a hip um, pocket protector. Hey, that's how you know you got a hardworking man. If he puts his phone inside of a hip pocket protector, mm-hmm. that's somebody doing stuff that they can't have their phone falling out. <laughs> They're too active. They're way <laughs> They're too, too active. active. <laughs> but you can also tell he never pulls his phone out for the most part unless it's to talk if he puts it in there. Just takes off the case, plugs it into the wall. Yep. I just read the most interesting thing about ketchup. Hmm. So ketchup is... Ketchup began as a salty fermented sauce made of fish parts and salt. But here's the thing. Ketchup does not need to have tomatoes to be considered ketchup. Really? And that has blown my mind. Because they say 
that where it's originally from is the Philippines and Indonesia. There's a ketchup without tomatoes in it. They loved it so much, they made their own versions of it using oysters, mushrooms, and peaches. Peaches, ketchup, bro, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have tomatoes. I just got a newfound goal in life. I'm going to try ketchup that doesn't have a tomato in it. <laughs> That's it. It's still ketchup. Ketchup is the salted process with the fish. Oh. The tomato part is just the added part. So is that why you have to say tomato ketchup? Yeah, I think that's why. Because tomato ketchup was introduced in 1812, and that's the one that took off. Now, is that American? Yeah. Or is that also one of their things that we the then The tomato was over? what the British people added to Okay, it. gotcha. And America is what we went, whoosh. Ain't and, that crazy? And apparently we're like, well, we can't have two fruits in here. Right? We need one fruit. So we're going to put in the tomato and take out the peach. Which would taste worse, oyster ketchup, mushroom ketchup, or peaches ketchup? All right. Oysters got a good umami to it, man. Sometimes, like that oyster sauce is a very delicious sauce. It might be pretty good as a ketchup. Mushroom? Oh, I, say the mushroom. Like, I can I, do it. I mushroom? don't see that okay. one equating out to it. This motherfucker just shoved this damn mic in my mouth. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> like, geez, I know we said get black earlier with the water, but come on, man. I officially Boss. put in my resignation. That was, <laughs> that was a memoir. But, um,. I'm going to say the mushroom ketchup. Like, I truthfully don't think I could eat that because I just don't feel like it would go very well in a ketchup as far as flavors. Like, it's not going to blend the flavor together well on its own. You need something else with the mushroom. At least that's in my opinion. Mushrooms always kind of an accessory, right? Because, Mm -hmm. like, unless the fried mushrooms are really, really good. But even then, it's just a vessel to carry whatever sauce I'm currently dipping it into my mouth hole. Or what you you put in the breading. Yeah, ooh, yeah, a good bread. Yeah, especially well, especially on fried products. How are you going to give me a mozzarella cheese stick with bland breading, man? Like the mozzarella has no flavor, so you're Terrible. all your yeah, all your flavorings coming in through the breading. And if you're just doing flour or breadcrumbs with no seasoning in it, then just give me the raw stick at that point, you know? See, you said something about mozzarella sticks, and that made me think. It's like, man, I sure would love a ooey gooey mozzarella stick right now like you know the kind you break them apart and they're hot and the cheese just oh yeah it droops like how my titties do and i'm just like mm. get that pull that pull but it's like i can't stand when i get one where it's like this is a cheese stick inside of some breading like it's not even it's not drooping nothing like right and don't be giving me cold marinara now oh that's no. one thing Lindsay and i agree vehemently on is that if you're giving me a cold marinara with these cheese sticks we got problems. I've tried cold marinara and I just can't get behind it because it, somehow it loses its flavor when it gets cold. Like you eat Pizza Hut the next day and then you're just like, I don't care for this marinara cold. Yeah. It's got to be warm or nothing. Warm uh, or nothing. Little Caesars has the pretzel crust pizza still. Mm-hmm. And I got the stuffed cheese one uh, Friday night. And I, I always get crazy bread. I love their crazy bread. Facts. And their crazy sauce, their marinara sauce, mm-hmm. is really well seasoned. I, w- I was eating it the other day with the crazy bread. And I was like, man, this marinara is just exquisite, honestly. And you don't really expect that out of a, what, five ninety nine because of inflation exactly. pizza place nowadays? See, it's funny that you say Little Caesars. You want to know what my favorite thing about Little Caesars is? Mm-hmm. The fact that when I walk in there... You know all the employees saw you walk in, but they are all trying to play the game of I didn't see him and I will let whoever 
I'm going to let the other person go up there instead. Yeah, that was not my assigned shift. I'm not talking to anybody tonight. Dude, they do it every time. It's so bad. But it's just, it's, it's funny because I expect it at this point. Yeah. Like, it's one of the most consistent things I've ever gotten from them. But that crazy bread, we he showed me crazy bread some years ago, and that was a problem. We was getting crazy bread way too often. Addictions. Oh, it, yeah. That thing is terrifyingly addicting. It is just like, do you want some straight-up just greasy cheese bread that was sprinkled with the Parmesan? Honestly, Parmesian. I mean, I, I love breadsticks. Fazoli's, mm-hmm. crazy bread from Little Caesars, Olive Garden. I love all those breadsticks. Honestly, any restaurant that gives me free bread is almost always aces in my book because just like if I get free bread, I can excuse a bad experience. But it's just like I don't get free bread, and I'm just like, hmm. yeah, it's definitely a plus one to any kind of restaurant visit if you get a, a free app beforehand. Even if even if it is just bread or bread and oil, you know exactly. Love that. That's why I was getting mad when we were at Fogo and they weren't bringing us the sides because hmm. it's just like, look, it's not just these French fries, man. It's the bread too. Gotta have that Brazilian cheesy bread. It's so good. There you go. Yeah. I mean, Lindsay just made a re- recreation of one because she I was saw that. It. it was really good. She did really good with it. I tried it before, but you gotta be real careful with that because it. Those use for those of y'all who don't know, Brazilian cheesy bread uses tapioca flour. Mm. You gotta bake that a specific way because it can be excessively chewy if you don't cook it right. But when it's cooked right, it is the perfect amount. It tastes like the whole thing is made of cheese because of the texture then, but it's not. You just put a little bit of cheese in there, and you'd swear you were eating a ball of cheese, Yeah, but you're not. All right, my last random foodie moment for you is cheesecake. Oh, I fucking love cheesecake. Where do you think cheesecake would have come from? I mean, it really depends, right, because there's so many varieties of them. But we going back where that Like the original? Piece. Danish. Yeah, Danish. I mean, it's definitely got to be European. I mean, look, just look at the amount of cheese in it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a dense one. I'm um, going to ask a dumb question. Are, is Greek considered European? Yeah, I would say Greek. Right. So yeah. they found early cheese molds of uh, when many cheesecakes used to be given to athletes in the first Olympics. No kidding. In 776 BC. But the oldest recipe, which I found, is from 2030 A.D., written by Athenaeus, a Greek author and grammatician. No, wow, I said that wrong. You call him a grammar? grammarian? Good Lord. Mm. He's got a grimoire? That's, shut, shut up. <laughs> like, that's the old recipe, and it's like, they ate it for energy. We don't eat that shit for energy. <laughs> yeah, we eat that for fun. <laughs> what? Cheesecake factory ain't out here giving well, us energy to put I wonder iron. what their cheesecake looks like, too, right? Because, you know, we have New York-style cheesecake. We have Japanese-style cheesecake. Like, there's there's a quite a bit of variety in the cheesecake category. That I mean, a, a Greek cheesecake could be wildly different than what we know. I right? will show somebody my superpowers if they give me a really delicious oh, cheesecake. Yeah, that good. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'll run faster than any human being you've ever seen before. You give me enough cheesecake. I guarantee that. Yeah. But, uh. He would be missing a foot eventually when he was <laughs> You're right. I'll run it straight off. Big old facts there. Uh, Long John Silvers is carrying Cheesecake Factory cheese, cheesecake I heard factory that cheesecakes. Such a weird thing for Long Johns to be doing. Right. Who's hey. keeping them in business, bro? Roman. Uh, definitely me. I love <laughs> I love Long Johns. It'd be me, too, if they were over here, bro. I used to ask for a right. box of crumbs every time because their crumbs 
Crumb de Leonches, man. People love them. I, I actually, so related back to the cheese sticks thing, uh, I don't like Long John Silver's hash brown or hush puppies. Hush really? puppies. Yeah, they're pretty dry. But I was like, maybe that's just Long John Silver's I don't like. I've never really had another hush puppy. Let me find one. Well, the Tin Lizard down in the casino down mm-hmm. there by Hayesville actually has hush puppies. So went down there and they also have mozzarella logs. Which Ooh. are mozzarella sticks that are okay. twelve inches long. So we went down there, oh, and ordered really? all their, it <laughs> ordered ordered all their appetizers. So I got the mozzarella logs, I got the hush puppies. Uh, I had a friend with me, and we just ordered just a huge spread of appetizers they had. I brought a ruler just to measure it too. <laughs> have to see if I can find the picture, but I mean, it was it was a no, good no. hush puppy. See, all right, you know, I, you, you got me sold there. The fact that they got twelve inch cheese sticks out there, <laughs> we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to. I don't know what to say because everything gonna sound weird at this point, but we're gonna have to eat some. That's all we're gonna say. I'm ready for the deliciousness in the mouth. Pause. Any mozzarella stick that is gonna be bigger than my penis, I will try it. Because <laughs> that's a. That's 12 inches, bro. That's bonkers, dude. That's bonkers. What? All right, here you go. I went on Saturday, April 10th. That's not static, y'all. That's just Tim's breathing. I'm sorry. That's your breathing. That's your breathing. You over here sound like every boy in the at the same time. Shut up. Hey, here you go. Tell you, Team Jacob. Here's a picture of the log. Let me see the log. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's wider than your hand. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Ain't no way somebody can take all that, bro. Yeah, it, it was definitely a gimmick. You definitely want the mozzarella sticks and not the logs, but goddamn, if it's not fun to go and order this with some friends and just Clogged eat off of it, arteries. just for just to try it, There's you no know. And that here's the cheese pouring out. of Oh it. my god! Like it I'm was legitimately, it. you cut into it, and it was just like this fruit gusher of cheese just pouring out. Y'all, this stuff is oozing out in all the right ways that it should. <laughs> like, think of exactly what you're thinking of, and but as a mozzarella stick and not an oatmeal cream fill in the blank. <laughs> that's impressive. I've never seen cream pie fried food before. Yeah, that's, that's, wild. that's something. They had really good wings. They had good wings and sauces as well. I want the giant cheese stick. Forget the wings. I'm going to hit everybody with an anime recommendation. Just because Roman's here and this is one he got me on. And Mm. he kind of tricked me. I didn't realize that I was going to be in for so much pain and sadness. But uh, Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss looks really friendly. It looks really kiddish. It's not. You You will see some terrible things happen in this show. And it's it's an anime. It's on. I think I've seen it's on Hulu as well now. But it was on Prime. But made in abyss. It's for lack of a better term. There's a gigantic hole in the middle of the village. It leads down into an abyss. Like there's a whole world down there that people just want to explore and get relics from. But like, you go down too far and you might not ever come back up. And not because something's gonna kill you. But the abyss itself will not let you leave. Once you descend to a certain point, it's almost impossible to come back because it changes you. Literally, it changes you to where you cannot survive above a certain level. And my last question for the food 
Food Daddy God, Roman. Mm-hmm. You get to pick the cuisine of the month for the next. Wait, what? What day is this? What month are we in? We're in May still. May twenty first. Okay, so for the month of June, what is the cuisine that you recommend people go out on a nice June type vibe, and this food gonna hit you in the right spot? Honestly, I'd go and get like any of those Korean dishes, like any of the I think they call them Buddha bowls or places like that. You know, it's real light, fresh. It's got like a bunch of herbs and stuff, so it's a really light meal, but it's definitely filling. Like I mean, it's like a little Saigon. You go there, get like their uh, char pork rice bowl or anything like that. Little Saigon, I've never seen a TV ad. I've never seen a billboard. But it is the most word of mouth. Everyone says it's good place ever. I've never heard any negative review about Little Saigon, bro. Yeah, I love Little Saigon, and, and ironically, you know, you got Saigon right up the street from them, right. down the street. But between the two, I definitely gotta go with Little Saigon. Not only do I just like their uh, pork better, they have some like charboiled pork that's just I order it and then add it into my pho. Just how good it is. But the uh, the owner or owner head waitress lady Rose uh, recognizes my daughter. I've been going there since Ember was born, and she recognizes her every time we go in. Doesn't matter how long it's been in between takes. See, I like that. That's that's how you know that a local food place really recognizes you. That's how they came to know me at Dempsey's Biscuit because they were like, "Oh, Tim, Tim's here for his daughter." Like, I wish y'all didn't call me by name. I know I'm here every week. Leave me alone. <laughs> I miss Dempsey's Biscuit Co. too. That chicken, that that uh, really hot chicken they had was really good. When they switched to Crutch, I just stopped liking them as much because when they were Dempsey's, you know. They put the heat in the gravy, not in the chicken mm-hmm. breading itself. Mm-hmm. And now because of that, there's just a whole different taste to it because it's done different. Have you been to Crutch's or have you been to Dempsey Crutch since they merged? Okay, I haven't. Yeah. So I, I... It's... Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointing because, I mean, that was one of our very few unique breakfast places that we had in town. And don't get me wrong. It's not bad food. It's still good. It's just I much preferred it the way that it was because, like you said, it gave it that uniqueness. Like, I was like, I've never been somewhere where they have different heat levels of gravy. Mm-hmm. Like, usually, yeah, you can get something smothered in gravy, but it's like a the item itself is usually where the heat is. So right. I thought that was unique because then you can spread that heat to all your food. Right, you're not you're not getting waves of the spicy. You're not coating it in something that's not spicy, and then hitting a spicy center, so to speak, because then that kind of ruins it, you know. Exactly, and then oh god, the biscuit, their biscuits just were. Mm. Mm. When they first opened, their biscuits were really missed for me. It was definitely on the drier side, but mm. they they definitely put it back together yeah, as they, as they uh, grew older. I'm, I'm real sad they're gone. Because they got replaced by that Andes, right? Yeah, there's a fucking Andes over there, yeah. right next to Frost at that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. there's better ice cream next door. Don't go over here. Yeah. Uh, right next door is College Hill Deli. Jerm, you ever been there? I have not. I was just giving a shout out. Roman is the reason that I discovered Frost, and I have not looked back nor doubted anything he said to me <laughs> since. The best ice cream, I can't even explain. My inner fat man is... Needing to calm down. Oh, it's so good. You got the cookies and cream ice cream, too, I think, yes. right? Yes. Oh, yes. He can't look back anyways. His neck doesn't turn that far. <laughs> like the little owl. <laughs> Hear the popping. Jeremy Thumbus. <clears throat> <laughs> but, hey, we are approaching our end time here. Roman, do you have anything you want to let the people know 
before we end it all today. Not uh, end it all, end it all, but <laughs> end the episode. I tried so hard. There you go. That's a good one. And ate so long. Actually, I do appreciate. End, <laughs> I only got fatter. <laughs> Um, I do appreciate you pointing out that I microdose food, actually, because as I've mentioned to you before, I actually plan on opening up vending machines. Uh, just I've always wanted to own a vending machine. I find them really fascinating. Really? And so I plan on putting one out there, and I've been thinking about business names and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to go something with microdosing. Like I love it. Maybe even just do like some really trippy artwork on the vending machines, and then just do call it, it like microdose or micro snacks something weird like that so i love it appreciate appreciate hey all i know is i will love that because i will straight up when people are like this is an interesting vending machine it's like i helped that guy <laughs> let the people know the socials that you if you want people to follow for the foodies or anything god we don't actually post to the food blog anymore but i just appreciate you guys having me out it's been oh. a lot of fun hanging out <laughs> hey, i appreciate you coming through bro time and energy is well valued and we appreciate you using it on us Yes, sir. Roman has opened me up culturally to food in a lot of different ways that I just didn't know what kind of stuff was out there. But he he always knows. You want to know where a food truck is? Ask Roman. You want to know where to get the best tacos in town? Ask Roman. You want to know where it is you can get something to wash it all down with? Ask Roman. You want to know who it is that's looking at you from your right side but out of your peripheral? Ask Germ because he can see that far away. But anyways, this has been Two Fat Ninjas. I am Suge White. And I'm Just Jam, a.k.a. Fuck you, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Snack Daddy Roman. Laters. Laters. (laughs) Hey, it's Gravy, baby. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.